Self-Portrait by Sarah Jane Moon, 2018. Audio description by Baird Labaird. Please refer to the introduction to Sarah Jane's threesome series for overall information. At the centre of the painting, artist Sarah Jane Moon sits on a high wooden stool with her legs confidently and defiantly apart. Perhaps she's in her studio as she's surrounded by a truncated painting of a bare-breasted woman in a similar pose, while on the other side of her, a plinth holding a vase of voluptuous calla lilies. Below it, as if suspended in midair, is an artist's palette. Let's go back and look at the central figure of SJ. If this were a bus, she'd be taking up all the metaphorical space on the seat. She wears skinny black jeans and boots and the diamond shape of her legs pull the eye into her crotch area. Or is that just me? She's also wearing a a casual v-neck t-shirt which gives us a lovely glimpse of her collarbones and chest. She looks bold and confident. She's looking directly at us, the viewer, or perhaps at herself through intense blue eyes. Her head is cocked to one side and her chin juts out a little. Her gaze is intense. It's an ambiguous look. She has pale skin, which has been portrayed in strokes of pink with highlights of yellow and white. In the background, to one side, is a painting hanging on the wall depicting a bare-breasted figure of a female also sitting on a stool. This figure is not much smaller than the central figure of Sarah herself. Both the bodies share a similar shape, pose and flesh tone. Legs are also spread, this time in tight blue jeans. The figure's neck and shoulders are outside of the frame, making them anonymous. The details of the poses are slightly different than the central figure of Sarah. For example, the feet and hands are held in slightly different positions. SJ's booted heels are resting on the foot of the wooden stool. The background figure's naked feet are on the floor, both facing outwards. Who is this mystery figure? Well, I fell into the trap of thinking it was SJ, but SJ informed me that it's her girlfriend. Um, ofs, the clues are, clues are all there, especially the big clue behind the figure of SJ in the background on the other side. So what's that then? It's the white, it's the white plinth. And on the plinth is a large, elegant display of white calia lilies. Any eagle-eyed queer art lover will spot that this is a reference to Lords and Ladies, an iconic flower painting by genderqueer handsome posh artist Gluck, whose lover was the society flower arranger Constance Spry. In fact, I think there's a lot going on here in this part of the painting. 
because my eyes were of course drawn to the open legs of sexy SJ and then the open legs of the naked bare-breasted figure behind her. I mean, who wouldn't be drawn there? But look at these flowers. It's like the portrait of SJ has been photobombed by them. They are placed at the same height as SJ's head and they take up just as much space on the canvas as her head and shoulders. I think these flowers are portraits in themselves. Here's the title again, Lords and Ladies. Now I'm no gardener and I had no idea that Lords and Ladies is actually the name of the lily. I thought Gluck had made it up. I'm not a very reliable witness, am I? So Lords and Ladies is actually the name of a real flower. How camp is that? Genderqueer Gluck was an iconic masculine centre artist with their eaten cropped hair, male suits and breeches, clearly the lord to Constance Spry, with her tailored ladies suits, hats with little fancy nets, every inch the lady to the lord. And the flowers themselves are spectacularly sexual sex organs masculine and feminine long thin open flowers with provocative purple stems the closed flowers on the same bunch have a phallic look about them the flowers are in a tiny classical vase way way too small to hold such an over-the-top bunch of this size the vase is perched on a tiny gold stand these details are near replicas of the original painting. And if we go back to the other side with the mystery bare-breasted, spread-legged torso, well maybe the clue for this queer mirroring is in Gluck's Medallion of 1937. This became Gluck's number one hit painting when Virago used it as the cover for The Well of Loneliness for that other aristogenderqueer, Radcliffe Hall. It featured the stunning profiles of Gluck and her ex. Masculine, genderqueer and handsome. The profiles of the two former lovers mirror each other but are still distinctive. Perhaps this is a clue to the identity as the mystery sitter. On the plinth itself, as if it were hanging on it, is an iconic old-fashioned artist's palette. Suffice to say, it's sensuously curved and it almost has a life of its own. It's like it's another figure. Its suspension in midair gives the painting a more surreal feel. The paint on the palette corresponds to the colours in the painting. It has to be serious palette. There's a daub of bright red paint that connect the painting, the paint on the palette, the artist's knife in SJ's hand and the bright red of the stool on which the bare-breasted blue-jeaned open mystery figure sits. The background space that frames these figures is gloriously bright. SJ's stool is perched on a floor which is as blue as the sky and the background wall is her trademark jewel-like turquoise. Artist copyright Sarah Jane Moon 
Audio description, Baird Labaird.